This is Happy Monkey. This is Happy Monkey. How did you get um how did you guys get the uh QR code to be spray painted on the sidewalk? I would love to know like how I made that happen, what kind of service you use or whatever. All right. <laughs> table because today we got an og me and this man don't use that term very lightly all right because we hood ass niggas and we know that you know you just don't call everybody an og because you got to get stripes to earn that you know what i'm saying um today is very special because we got someone who's very very special to the game in general forget about coast forget about where you're from forget about all that if you are for cannabis this is a very special episode, everybody. So please, 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 please pay attention. Mr. Vlad, you want to give a little bit more yeah, yeah, details yeah. about the Yeah, 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 ladies and gentlemen. Today's like a legendary day, historical to have this gentleman here because yes, it's so important right now for everybody to understand out there that he is the epitome of hope. If you ever going through anything in life and you ever ready to lose hope, I think he is going to help you change your mind on that because, um, you know, you could lose everything in life except hope. And he's the epitome of that. Yes, he's sir. not only like, you know, somebody that's an advocate for cannabis, but he's an example of what the war on drugs can do and how it could damage people's lives if we don't get these laws corrected and we don't really acknowledge what's going on because it's all good that everybody's ready to cash in now that it's legal but we yeah. have to remember that there's a lot of people like him out there that were as fortunate as him and it's an honor to be here with him you know what I mean Absolutely. we always say real is a universal language yes, and I consider is. him to be one of the realest that I've mm -hmm. met so far our brother from another mother chief brand officer of 40 tons brand. Yes, sir. Call Van Cooper yes, in the sir. building on the boulevard with the New York boys, baby. Yes, yes. Welcome, my brother. In the building. Please introduce yourself. Let them know where they can find you on Instagram and all the good shit, brother. Go to Corvain Cooper on Instagram. Go to 40 tons the brand on Instagram. Go to 40tons.co if you want to learn the story and learn more. But if you just want to know the behind the scenes of the life, you go to Corvain Cooper, you go to 40 Times Brand, where you want to see exactly the initiatives and what we're doing for the community and what we're doing for the culture. Yes, 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 brother. Super honor, super pleasure to have you here. I know, I know you don't got too much time, but we appreciate that you put, you gave us a little bit of time for us. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, man. So, yo, this is the Happy Monkey Podcast. We, li we like to keep it light. We like to keep the past. But we like to talk about the past, present, and future. Um, we will like to talk a little bit starting off with your journey, you know, as far as like when was the first time you got high? What was the first time, the first time that you fell in love with the whole cannabis, you know, inspiration and love? You know what I mean? I say first getting high is like 14. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, 14, it's a lot of us, a lot of us yeah, started at 14. Down, yeah. You're not really even smoking because you're blowing the shit out, so you're really not properly smoking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. playing games, so uh -huh. then you start playing games and you start 
selling fucking neck rocks and exactly. 10 sacks and 15, 16, thinking you're doing something. Mm-hmm. You know, they never know about that. It's yeah, on the H now. They never know about the Knicks and Dimes on the 15s. You know what I mean? So shout out to I got five on it because that's what it all is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it starts from there, then you gradually work your way up, and then you start grinding. Like, we started 40 times with an eighth. Word. That's you know crazy. I mean? So me and my boy, we started with one eighth. Me and my nigga aunt started with one eighth and flipped it 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 and flipped it. And we learned that. Now, if you mail it out of town, this is the old brick stress. Mm-hmm. You get an old $300 brick stress and mail it out of town to these coast, that's $600. So if you get 10 of those for $3,000, $6,000, you can get the next day. Mm-hmm. So once you learn that, Fuck all this peddling this. Because now you're selling the chronic or you're selling the cush, but you're only catering to the ballers. Because mm-hmm. only the ballers can, af- can afford it at that time. Especially yep. back then. You know what I mean? Yeah. So back then, they couldn't afford it at that time. So you got to figure People out. People don't know the them things was costing 7000 a pound over here. They don't really know what's going on. Yeah, for that. Yeah, yeah, that shit was crazy. crazy. Nine at a time. Yeah. They don't even know. You know what I yeah. mean? They don't know. Like, sometimes you're like, what the fuck you mean? You're going to be nine? Yeah. But. What the, I didn't like about it, what I liked it more about the stress and the AZ of the weed is it's not so picky. When mm-hmm. you're trying to mail something across the country, you don't got time for a motherfucker to be picking their phone. Nah. About, uh, you know what, Shorty? Can you send the one that you sent last time? Yeah, and all like, this other that goofy shit. Yeah. Nah. With the stress, as long as it's green, your money, where do you want me to send this money to tomorrow? You know what I mean? Like, you feel what I'm saying? You know, you want you want more of that so, because it's kind of picky. So, so Colvain, so you know, just so everybody gets some context, because you know, a lot of people listening from the East Coast, Midwest, they don't exactly know the reason why your brand. Oh was yeah, 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 yeah. Let's get let's so get they, all so, this so, so they yeah. so they can understand. You know what I mean? Okay. So first, you gotta look it up first of all. So mm-hmm. so you can get your history. That's what I was telling you about to go to the brand, but. Look up October 13th through, through the 18th, 2013 is when me, Evan LaChapelle, and Natalia, we all went to trial. Mm-hmm. It was found. I went, I, I, I went to trial with two women, and we got found guilty of 40 tons of marijuana. The, the conspiracy is called 40 tons, so we're not thinking about it out the air. We're going to grab it out the air. Yeah, this, this shit was real life to, shit. This yeah. is what I had to get a life sentence for. You know what I mean? So... You know, you can look that up in Google. It's in the Charlotte, uh, Charlotte Observer. Look up Corain Cooper in the Charlotte Observer. And, you know, read your knowledge on the case and see what's going on with the case first and see mm-hmm. everything that's, that's going on. And um, when you start investigating things, this is the main thing that we want people to know that's listening right now is that it's the three strikes that you got to fucking know because you don't know that. You're driving around right now. You're hustling. So I want to talk to the hustlers. You feel yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah, so yeah, the so hustlers, that's, that's like, you know, you yeah. got the one pound of weed that you got caught for. Because I'm going to tell you what my, my, how I got the life. I had one pound of weed in 2011 and a bottle of codeine, an activist. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So those are my two priors, which are now officially off my jacket because I was the campaign for Prop 64 and Prop 47. Boom. But you get those three. So you got those two right now. You, you know, y'all out selling pills or... You got the one pill case and you got the one pound case and y'all think that shit ain't nothing. But those are the two priors in the Fed. Now you get the 851, the third one, you out. Three strikes, you're out. You out. So, so you, get the, you get the life and you don't even know about getting the life. So that's why we want to come out here in all the hoods around the world, actually. You know what I mean? And do expungement clinics all across the nation. You yes, know what I mean? So the first problem is get your records expunged mm-hmm. and not have the... Don't let them even be able to come at you with the life. Word. You feel what I'm saying? Word. Because... 
when you don't have that, they can come at you with the life. Now you just made yourself vulnerable for no apparent reason. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So that's the first thing is to do anything. I was talking to Master Peter the other day. He said, if you're looking for some real money or looking for anything, solve the problem. You feel what I'm saying? Word. So the problem is these records and the feds is not playing and it's not legal in the feds. So stop thinking that it's legal because it's not. Right. A lot of people a lot of people get that confused because the state and governor and judges and they all saying, you know, now it's legal. Yeah, it's now not. these companies could come and make money. No. But it's and not necessarily the, the case when it comes to the feds. Right. Because I got a phone. We got a phone right there. It's just straight for motherfuckers in the pen. Right. And people were advocating for my boy Parker Coleman. Got 60 years. So free Parker. He's on the conspiracy. Crazy. You feel what I'm saying? So, you know, we got Luke. We got Pedro. We got Hope for Humberto. You feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying? We mm-hmm. got people that we're advocating for that you can get a T-shirt on our site. If you go to 40tons.co, that money goes to their books. Word. You know, so if you buy their T-shirt with their face on it. And we mix it in with the Nip Marathon picture. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like something that's memorable, that's legendary. So you can want to buy it, but we'll put their face on it. So, you know, it's it's just, it's sick that it's going on today. It's a guy in Mississippi that just got life a couple weeks ago. We're going to try to get him on 40 Tons team, but... It's, that's it's, crazy. It's, it's, it's sick that it's going on today. Yeah, today. It ain't the same that happened five years ago. This sign that happening right now, oh, 2021. It's right now. This shit yeah. on the stock market. This is crazy. You know what I mean? Like, it's on the stock market. And I think it's, it's important crazy. for people to know out there, right? Because and you could chime in anytime if we miss anything. Yeah. Whatchamacallit. Um, it's very important for people to know. Like, people always think that if they're not doing good financially, that they have to give a bunch of money or they have to do anything to make a difference. Our brother, um, Steve D'Angelo, last yeah. prisoner project, yeah. you know, we've always been supporting and rocking with him. Yeah. Yeah. What, what we did with him was he gave us a list of all the cannabis prisoners that are that are locked up for, for, for cannabis. And we got everybody from our organization to write a Happy Monkey postcard to them. Can you Anything. tell the people how much difference that can make to somebody? Listen. I'm a board member of Last Prisoner Project, too, so shout-out to Steve and everybody down there. Mm-hmm. But my whole thing is the people are not understanding how it felt to get letters from across the world. You feel what I'm saying? Wow. Across the world. just but It was like, not only was it, you know, you got your fake-ass jailhouse celebrity shit, yeah, like, yeah. you're getting the 20 letters and shit, but you're getting people that's really like, man, we out here fighting for you, Corvine, we signed your petition, we did this, we did this, we, you know what I mean? Like, it's no feeling like sometimes that shit felt better than the money. Mm-hmm. It felt mm-hmm. better than the money. The money in there, you can only do one or two things. Mm-hmm. You can be on the computer all day. You know what I mean? On, a, on an email when you're not on lockdown and spend your whole hour, which you have an hour, and spend it on a bunch of junk that's not good for your body. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Or send it home to your kids, which I like to send my to my kids. But there's not any too many things to do with money in there. So. The letters is long lasting because you're in there with a life sentence and you're set to die in here. And here's somebody saying, Oh, I'm out there really fucking with you and voting for you and, and we wish you the best and blah, 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 blah. That, that's some shit that's like priceless. Word. Can't pay for that shit. Yeah, that's, you, can't, that's, that, you that's, can't buy that shit at no store. Yeah, because it's important I mean? because everybody always, you know, the way everything works out here, everybody thinks that you gotta give a bunch of money, you gotta do this. Yeah. It's just the acknowledgement that we all need to understand that. I'm including myself like we all set to profit off of this cannabis industry now that it's mainstream and it's going legal in certain states we can't forget about the the, the casualties of war which is people that are still in there like Corvain was and etc you know what I mean and even if you can't give a bunch of money you writing a letter yes, you sir. just showing some type of acknowledgement is worth a lot 
Absolutely, man. Absolutely, man. So I don't know, man. It's like, what do you ask someone who's almost basically was sentenced to death and now they're out here living a whole brand new life? Like, you know what I mean? How does it feel, brother? Like, you know what I mean? I mean, it feels, sometimes it feels surreal or unreal, but you just like, damn, now put the right motherfuckers at the table is all we're asking. You know what I mean? All we're we're asking is that if don't halfway put us at the table. Don't fucking do the social equity shit and steal yeah. the money on the back end and, and sell you the like. Let me get the license under your name. Uh-huh. All we ask is you not to do that. If you're gonna do that, don't do it at all. Mm-hmm. You know, don't 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 use a social equity card when it's when it's good for you. Mm-hmm. We're saying put us at the table, sit us at the table because I say this all the time. It's no way in the world that an industry can blow up overnight and turn into a billion dollar industry without the without no advertisement. That's so right. the advertisement started from them projects that we seen yep. on the freeway. And then, you know what I mean? And motherfuckers <laughs> in the hood, they were mm-hmm. the first people on the corner advertising like, why this shit? Yeah. And promoting this shit and making it a big a big wave. Absolutely. So don't leave them behind. Like, I don't like that a moonshiner don't own Budweiser or Miller. Right. You know what I mean? Like, if moonshiner was the first thing that started the alcohol prohibition, let somebody get in front of this cannabis prohibition because it's a gold rush that's coming and it's a trillion dollar industry. You mm-hmm. know, and it's already a billion, so the billion is nothing. It's a trillion dollar industry that's coming up and let the right people get the bag. You Absolutely. know what I'm saying? That's all we say. Now, now, you mentioned something that's important that people don't really know about and, you know, we, we talk about this term a lot, social equity, right? <laughs> now, in New York City, you know, they're giving us a chance where you're able to own, no matter by law, no matter what happens, you know, that the social equity applicant is able to, like, own 51% of that situation. But you just mentioned something that people don't know. Even if you do own that license at 51% and you and your, your crew own the license and all that, somebody else can still be making the, the money on the back end. Can you explain that, please? They're out, you know, it's like, it's a touchy subject. Yeah, it is, it is, it is. But but, but we, but we, 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 we'll we'll talk a little bit in general What he's saying is like, like, you can own 51% of the license, but, um, I can own 80% of the revenue. Exactly. That's what I mean by the 100,000. Oh, you're like, oh, shit, it was 2 million made there. How did he only get a hundred? Right. You know, so you, you, you're thinking that he's getting the 51% and then he's not, you know, so it's like, hold on. Let's stop playing this social equity game and let's play the game right. You know, let's just play the game right. That's all right. Right now, um, what they're trying to do here in New York is I've been in some talks where they're trying to create an amnesty program where, like, somebody from the legacy market decides, like, to declare that they were, they pay some sort of taxes and everything from before that is washed away with the IRS because it's like they're realizing, like, if you don't include the legacy market, the legacy market will crush you, especially in a place like New York, because the last year's numbers state that the legal market in the, in the country and all the legal states did 20 billion, the legacy market did 60 billion. So, like you said, people have been doing this for 80 years, from the C-suite to the bud tender. Yeah. I've been trying to preach to them, like, why is it gonna be any difference when it's legal, when at the end of the day, it's not just the right thing to do. It's not just the just thing to do. Since they understand this, it's smart business. Because if you're trying to cater to all the demographics and get all their money and you don't have that in the ballroom table, you're never going to be able to maximize and get the full potential out of any business. So it's not just the smart thing to do. To just It's smart business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's what I've been preaching to them. So that at least over here, they learn 
from all the other markets. Like, you got to embrace the legacy market. If you make them the enemy, you lose. Yeah. Because you guys are just starting. Legacy market been out for 80 years. Yeah. Why would you make them, why would you ostracize them instead of embracing them and see how to work together? Because it's understandable. You know, they got they they got they things that are necessary. You know, the corporate structure, the financing. But we got things, the knowledge of the 80 years, the culture, the sales driving, the retail. How to We're deal how, with the culture, how to yeah. deal with the people, how to, yep. you know, how to, how to make things flow. You got to know how to make it flow, too. Right. How, you know, if you are going to be on this thing, do you know that there's rules in that neighborhood right there? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That you opened up that and there's mm -hmm. rules over there. So, you know, it's rules around here. And, um. You need to come to the culture to know that. Exactly, you know what I mean? Because exactly. you you're not going to know that coming down from your penthouse. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Just coming down and say, hey, I want to be right here. The store and that's it. You yeah. don't know anything that's going on right there. Yeah. So, you know, you know, it's sharks out there. You know what I'm saying? And so then, then, then a, a, a market like this called Vain, $10 billion year market right now before any store ever opened, you really assume that you're not going to include where people right now feeding their families, feeding their neighborhoods, feeding their communities, you're going to take this $10 billion, this $10 billion away and they just going to hand it to you? You're not trying to include them? It's just not realistic. Yeah, it's not realistic. It's, it's, just some way, it's, like, it's kind of like it's in the same infrastructure of um, the owner of the Clippers, right? He wants mm -hmm. to buy the form in LA, right? So they're like, oh, okay, that's cool. You're going to buy the form. But to buy it, you have to hire all 70% Right, has to be Inglewood residents. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Residents of Inglewood yeah. residents. Mm -hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Of people from over there and hire the gangbangers, hire the ex felons, hire the people from over here to help build up Inglewood back up instead of you just come by the stadium, send all these people from everywhere else to come mm -hmm. build them. It. Like, yeah. No, you can have people right here that can help you build the stadium exactly. when you knock the stadium down. You don't need to go way and have all these people drive over here no. to build the stadium. So that's a part of the contract in buying the form. You I feel like what I'm that. saying? I like that. That you have to build the neighborhood back up and hire people from over here to help build it and do all this dump truck stuff and knock the stadium down. You can hire your own people in your own community to do that. It's the same thing that needs to be done in the cannabis industry and other things. And it'll just grow bigger and it'll be a, it'll be a real rocket. That's, that's a great analogy. I got another question, right? Because you obviously a heck of an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. I want to know what was the first epiphany that you know you saw cannabis as a way to elevate you you know i know you from the bottom like us and, and you saw it as a commodity that could help you you know up your situation help you get better financially what was that moment that you saw that cannabis could do that for you i would say in jail like in uh, when i seen it on the stock market like once it rigged wrote reached the stark market and I was like damn that's a whole nother goal to reach right there mm -hmm. like you know to hit that thing on the NASDAQ mm -hmm. like yeah. damn man that, it gave me something else belt. to chase more than yeah. you know we didn't win through all the you know hundreds of thousands or whatever when you get exactly. the little thing and, and get caught at the airport to 200,000 and stuff like like we already went through the throat of, like where you're mailing this much weed yeah. you're mailing $200,000 worth of weed so that was never the um it was like a cool go, but after you keep seeing it, yeah. you know what I mean? It keeps seeing it, it's just some ignorant ass cash and 
you just doing so much like you know that 19 whips you feel what i'm saying mm-hmm. like you had the cars that you're you know i'm like you go through that stage of the girls and all this stuff so when i seen it and from that point of view when that eyes lands if anybody goes on the court vancouver page on may 20th i was still incarcerated so this is last year i told aunt to post something i said man post this on my page man I said the same thing that brought me down is gonna be the same thing that bring me back up. You feel what I'm saying? I said I promise this shit after I start seeing what the industry was doing. And that was with a life sentence, without a date. You feel what I'm saying? Word. So you could just feel it then. That's so why I mentioned earlier, like, and I mean and I think it's very important, especially right now, you know, people are worried about the wrong things, the internet, you know, clothes, do all these things that don't really matter as much as people think they do. So for anybody out there, right, like I mentioned earlier, right, Cobain, that's going through something that's losing hope. That's why I mentioned that you are the epitome that whatever you're going through, it could be worse. You need to never lose hope no matter what's going on. And it's really a faith thing. That all starts with, like, growing up in church. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I make sure I say my prayers every night and just really, like, like, it was just crazy. This was just crazy about how you got to listen to yourself and listen mm-hmm. to and talk to God and hit talk back. Like, you know, it was a moment yesterday. We was out we was out with Jim and them. Shout out to Jim Jones. Shout out to the homies, man. The homies. So saucy. It's big saucy right Absolutely. now. You know what I mean? So when we out in my brand, I just got a call from prison, right? So it was like, damn, man, I want to see Jim and shit mm-hmm. like that, right? So I was like... Well, fuck it. If I, I, you know, you can wait till the end of the night, take yeah. the picture. But my mind told me, nah, you need to do this shit right now. Catch this mm, moment. You right. feel what I'm saying? It was a moment. It was a vibe. So I told her about the table. I'm like, man, my nigga, the pen want a picture and shit. You feel right. what I'm saying? So then, boom, I text it. Uh, uh, I had a waiter and shit. Take the picture. Catch the moment. Ten seconds later, Jim leaves. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. And he like, you gotta go, boom, 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 man. We gotta hook up, boom, 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 boom. You know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta jet out, catch back up. Mm-hmm. It just showed me that every time you need to listen to yourself, yeah, because you, just, you don't listen to yourself, you miss the moment. You miss the moment. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So every moment, it's even little, with little shit. It could be a little shit or a big thing. It could be we was in a taxi, and um, and we was going to Rock Nation, right? So. Yesterday, I was like, damn, that little extra second in, we got to stop and go to the ATM because the extra second, that credit card and I was called, what if Alex was like, well, fuck it, come up real quick to Jay want to holler at you real quick. And you can miss that one second because yeah. Jay only got one second. That's all he you got. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So you missed the one second not having the cash. So you got to you gotta start listening you gotta to start. your intuition and, and, and the faith that I had on saying that I'm coming home. And people used to see my prim, my prison pictures and be like, damn, you fucking yeah. looking up. And, like, you ain't never looking down. Right. It's because I never believed it. You feel right. what I'm saying? So now let me ask you something, right? So, of course, you came home. You got pardoned. And you've been on your job as far as being an activist. Like, you've been on your job as far as, even for us, like, you've been doing your thing. You, personally, been doing your thing. How has the community, though, the cold cannabis community, embraced you since you've been home? I think they fucking... Super embrace me, you know what I mean. I, think, I, I, I loved, I love the way that the yeah. whole Canada. It's like a whole other world, and it's like, you know, all I'll be saying is like, damn, I want all the the legacy motherfuckers to be like, you know, what I mean, you want to be bumping because I'm like, I don't think it's fly if I'm not bumping into the legacy people uh-huh. on the way up, like, uh-huh. you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to bump into all the suit and tie people on the way going up the, up the escalator. I want to be bumping, okay, yeah, man, what, what are you selling? Okay, you selling in Philly, are you selling in there? You know, everybody can talk about their selling stories and how they change, changed over, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That should be on the escalator on the way up 
it should at least if it's a hundred people, can we get at least ten legacy people coming up to ask? Like, at least, you know what I mean. I'm talking. About, we're not even asking yeah, for nothing. Yeah, yeah. We, we just saying every hundred, let's just get ten, not yeah. one, or not a half of one. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, yeah. and we put like, our own way, so it's not like we ain't yeah, asking. Just we ain't. All, all we doing yeah. is telling us get us in there. If we fucking survive the projects and survive the hood, yeah. and we can survive on mailing some shit way across the world and praying that it touched, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, come on, give us a fucking chance. We took enough fucking risk to be here. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, you man. can't sleep till this shit touch. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I tell you to bother us. It's five in the morning. It made it. All right, now we can do now something. Go do something. I couldn't do nothing with you at first thinking yeah. about this shit. Yeah, man. Yo, yo Cobain, I got some real shit to ask you about, right? And, um, you know, I'm a firm believer, like, you know what I mean? I, I, I judge people by, you know, I believe that intention in the, is everything in character's destiny. So where we get all, all our information from, as you know, we yeah. said we get all our important information from, like people go to CNN and go to internet. We get it from the barbershop. We say, <laughs> yeah, this is yeah, what yeah. I heard in the barbershop. What I heard yeah. in the barbershop is, and I understand the culture and the street code and people out there don't. And it's so important for me to ask because we live in a herd era mentality where everybody got to follow. So it just tells me a lot about your character. I want to know if what I heard is true or not. I heard that, you know, you born and raised in LA and I know how the gang culture is out there and you never participated in any gang culture. Yeah. And I, that says a lot to yeah, me about your character because yeah. I know how serious that culture is out there. And, and that's like one of the hardest things. Especially if you plan on thinking that you're going to be like balling or oh, yeah. <laughs> trying to have some cars and to, you know, so like growing up on the east side, oh, you want you to be from fucking east coast and then I fucking go to Inglewood. No, motherfucker, you need to be from motherfucking Inglewood. Mm-hmm. Then you grow up in the 60s at the end and they want you to be from 60s, you know what I mean? But to, to, to shout out to all of us because they all show me love. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? So, Thanks for just being able to be able to pull up in those hoods with my pieces on, with the cars, and do it all the shit, and just and just get the love that I get. You feel what I'm saying? Like that's some hard shit to get in LA. You know what I mean? Like it was crazy because you go to this on the page too, but my boy uh, uh, Brick Baby, you feel what I'm saying? I'm a kid ink. We went to the fucking video shoot, and then went, that's what he said. On the fucking uh, on the thing, you know what I mean? He was like, "Damn, man, you got love." He's like, "You don't know, motherfucker to get the love on the east side and pull up on the west side." You mm-hmm. feel what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. you know, he's just he's just telling people that like that's in L.A. is like a hater type city. You know what I mean? With the gangs being so close and tight knit, it's like brings a lot of hate and brings a lot of um, uh, separation. But that you goes to say a lot about your character, and who you are as Absolutely. a person, Absolutely. where. Everybody just follows and does whatever they feel. You, that says that anything that you have, all the love that you get out there here anywhere is because of who you are as a person, not because mm-hmm. of anything you're mm-hmm. associated with. Right, right, right. And it's just yourself. so important mm-hmm. for the youth out there to know that it's possible because everybody feels like, you know, you can't have morals, principles, and values and be appreciated without being associated to something else. Exactly. You know, yeah, so it's important yeah. for them to know that, you know what I mean? If you are a stand-up person and you, you you move correctly in this world and you're a man of your word, you could be good. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and, you're the, and you're the proof of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can navigate, you navigated through the streets. Now you're trying to be in the streets. I ain't mad at that, bro. Like, yeah, you, I, mean, I don't think it's nothing wrong. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, fucking give me my motherfucking spot. You absolutely. Know what I'm absolutely. So, absolutely. 
you know, and, and, and I mean, for me, you know, I mean, you being very humble and you asking, but it looked like you took your spot, bro. Like, it looked yeah, like you, yeah. you earned your spot. It's not like somebody trying to give you something like yeah, you earned yeah. your spot. You got yeah. your life sentence. They pardon you. Now yeah. you out here, bro. Like, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it's a clemency, too, because the pardon, I'm trying to get a pardon. Uh, okay, so the pardon is for it's totally off right. your jacket, period, forever. Okay, so now you that's on your man? jacket still, then. It's still on the jacket, and I'm still on parole. You feel what I'm saying? So we're still trying to get the pardon, but I got the clemency already from Trump. So I'm trying to shout out Trump, but I'm trying to get the pardon from Biden. You feel what I'm saying? So 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 how long how how long you on how long you on paper? Ten. Damn, they get, that that's yeah, crazy. You see, yeah. that's so. What kind of opportunities you supposed to get while you on? That it blocks is fucking a sewer block. Like stop the block. Where's the fucking block? Stop right. blocking. Stop fucking building Matumbo. Right. You know what I mean? Like you're not letting you all the way in because it's like, wait a minute, he's on paper. Right. You, know, you can't plant touch. You can't do this. You can't. You know what I mean? That's Correct. why I'm big on like accessories and big on the forty tons gear and stuff. Exactly. That, you know what I mean? That exactly. You can just stand on the fucking Empire State Building like nigga, come get my shit. Right. You feel what I'm saying? Like, right. So other shit it, it blocks you. Mm-hmm. So, so what things do you think, Corvain, can be done out here that we can help, you know, support to these lawmakers to avoid more people being in a situation like you were and you are? I would say give more people a chance. You know what I mean? I would start. I would start with teaching them the game. You feel what I'm saying? Like letting them like take take a course to learn the game. You feel what I'm saying? Hiring more people in the industry of all this, if you have a record, you can't touch the plant. Or you have a placard record, you can't grow the plant. You know, mm-hmm. or you can't do this and you can't do that. Stop with the can't. You know what I mean? Stop with the can't. It's not, they don't have other things that's halfway legal. You feel what I'm saying? Right. Or partially legal. I don't, this is the only thing that I ever found out that was partially legal. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I didn't yeah. know that that exists until this yeah. marijuana shit came. Like, you got some shit that is. It has so many different red lines. Take mm-hmm. the red lines out and fucking let it be free and just let it be, let people be them and let them learn more about the thing. Let them learn more about cannabis. Let them learn more about the marijuana. And just let them learn more. And the more you educate, the more bigger it be. And the more if you allow the people that were the $5 people so the people that was bagging up the weed to the person that was fucking selling the fucking tons Mm -hmm. if you just mix them all together and if they got that organization or that thing that they had running if they ran that projects and ran that floor the same way that they can run that dispensary or run the other store you know what I mean they can run it the same exact way Mm -hmm. they just want to do it professionally without having to look over their shoulder yeah so basically like stop marginalizing people like you basically telling people you don't want them to do illegal activities you don't want them to sell cannabis illegally but then you're blocking them from being able to enter this industry and that's why we always say like we're never gonna have a fully optimal cannabis industry until the culture is working with the corporate and the legacy is working with the corporate it's never gonna be fully optimal because it's not possible yeah because you guys correct me if i'm wrong right because right now in a state like california everything's legal person like me i could go get my license and get everything that i need to get open up a store start selling my weed and all that other case and all that other shit right but if the feds decide to raid my shit they can and then don't have the two priors because <laughs> <laughs> wind it back to the two priors because now your money lines are in and now right. you're running a business mm-hmm. so now you're out of there mm-hmm. 
just those three little things out of there. You had the one little pound when you were fucking 18 that you uh-huh. forgot about. Then, mm-hmm. uh, fucking, you had some pills in the car because they had the pills. They were popping pills and ecstasy was in it. Exactly. You know, so then you had that on your jacket. That's so that's yep. two. Mm-hmm. Right? You was 21 with that when that happened. You forgot about all that. You're 29 now. Yeah. You don't remember that. That was when you was in school. Mm-hmm. Now, fucking, I'm finna go start my fucking business and, and do you, all this. Yeah, and you go open I'm finna shop. use my social equity license. I'm finna, what's it called? You know what? You had one little compliance. Those were supposed to be LED lights. Those were not LEDs. Right. Those were regular ones. And y'all was running a light thing fixture through the back and wasn't paying that light bill. Now we're coming and they're closing you down. Wait a minute. Hold on. You got the two priors. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, that's how you're out of here. That's how they get you. You're out Crazy. of here. So that's Crazy. why we're doing the sponsoring clinics to bring awareness. So give us just happen that. Give us a little bit of details and context, context of like the expungement clinics, like what's the rollout, what's the plan, and how could this help people avoid this, these situations? Because we can take it off your jacket. We can expunge. If you got a marijuana case on your jacket, we can take that off. So now once you can get that expunge, like it's off of my jacket. Like so now today I don't have that on my jacket because I was Prop 64 and Prop 47, so even the coating is off of my, my mm-hmm. jacket. So it's like you'll be a first-time felon instead of a third-time mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, get it off your jacket. So now that one is not, it's not three strikes you're out if you can take the one off. Mm-hmm. If you get the marijuana off, or you might got, some people got two marijuana. Some people tried it once and yeah. ate, and when they was 18, and then 24, they got called the other pound. But they really, it was such a slap on the wrist that when they went to jail, they just went in jail and left. Mm-hmm. You know, they maybe did two weeks in jail. They didn't do that much time, so they're not really investigating or thinking this is some kind of big deal that they need to be writing home about. Now, when they're 29, five years later, they want to get this big old organization going, mm-hmm. or they want to start their little and that's drug ring. Yeah, 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 you feel what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's not to start your thing over, but like exactly to, 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 to stop it. So that you can go and do things that you need to get licensed for. Right. There you things go. that, you know, that's been stopping you from being able to move forward in your career path. You know what I'm saying? Correct. Why we need to make that I need to say this right here publicly, man. The gentleman that just spoke, Anthony, man, yeah. I was on Clubhouse on this with this man when this man was still incarcerated, mm-hmm. and I wish I have a friend like him if I ever find myself in a situation. This man yeah. was campaigning, going hard, like you rarely see people do when Absolutely. you're in a situation like Absolutely. that. So I want to give you your flowers, brother, because Absolutely. It's, Absolutely. It's only the real really stand by you when it's that deep. You know what I mean? And I yeah. saw how hard you were going and the passion you had for this man. You know what I mean? When he wasn't here. You know what I mean? It's easy for everybody to be whatever. Yeah. You know, he's the, he's the good photo op right now. But at yeah. that moment, exactly. everybody wasn't, wasn't going hard. And especially no. during the pandemic, especially during quarantine, you still taking your time and using any platform Absolutely. you have to preach this man of Get Out says a lot about who that's, you are as a man. That's real ride shit, bro. That's real ride shit. That. And really, he would keep me going because, you know, we, we all feel like we defeated out this motherfucker. This motherfucker <laughs> was calling me, wanting to stop plays to me and shit. We running up the bag, figuring out losing the bag. I don't know, I ain't got to do a put on this shit. Like, bro, you are in fucking jail, bro, for the rest of your life. Why does it sound like you're in the club right now? <laughs> so he was keeping me going. That energy, B. That's that <laughs> energy. So, that energy. Like, so he was keeping me going, which... You know, when you know someone for 30 years. Yeah. We was in 
That's the that's the epitome of a real ride or die day one. Absolutely. Now, Corbain, I want to touch on something a little more serious because I think you know, since we 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 keeping it real here, you know, we're not here just to tell people what they want to hear. We got to tell people like it is. Right now, unfortunately, you know, in New York, you know, we got right after now the pandemic thing opened up. We got the biggest jump in shootings since 1960, shootings are up 200%. So what I want you to tell the youth out there and anybody that's running around, getting caught up in the moment, doing all these dumb things, what's waiting for them on the other side when they go and they got to deal with the lions, tigers, and bears and the lifers because, you know, it's all fun and games till that happens. First so of all, they I'm might have to make that for their brother, the person that they call their brother, mm -hmm. the mm -hmm. one that they say, that's my bro. Yeah, that's yeah, my bro, bro. Yeah. No, he's going he's gonna to flip on you. That's number one. <laughs> you know what I mean? Number two <laughs> is that are you going to be able to make it without that gun? That gun that you got keep carrying and toting in your thing, mm -hmm. you're not going to have that in there. You know, so... I don't know if you're going to, you know, what you're going to be a part of. Are you going to join a prison gang that they're going to tell you to, to join? Or are you going to learn how to protect yourself? They're getting robbed every day. There's people getting, the robberies didn't just stop on the yeah. street. They had to rob you for your commissary once they see some weakness. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, you know, I want you to just know what it is that you're doing. And then if you plan on doing it, it's that serious for you. I just say, you know what, go lock yourself in the bathroom for just one week. You know what I mean? Just stop everything you're doing right now. Lock yourself in the bathroom. Have somebody come fucking throw you a fucking sandwich under the door and live in there, right, for the first three days. Or the last four days, just put somebody in there that you don't even know, and they're going to live with you in the bathroom. You feel mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So y'all going to live together. Now, if you can handle that, and that's cool with you, and you want to give it your freedom and, and live with four or five people this week, you know what I mean? Yeah. And um, and live in the bathroom and you can handle that and you thinking that's cool and that's seven days didn't affect you of your freedom, then uh, shit, go for what you know. If that shit doesn't, if that shit don't bother you, much, you, much, you might can do it. But exactly. to me, I don't think, exactly. I think you're going to be knocking on the door talking about letting me the fuck out the bathroom yeah. after fucking 30 minutes now, motherfucker. Mm -hmm. You feel what I'm saying? So if you lock just one person in the bathroom right now for an hour, they're going to lose their mind. Mm-hmm. And we're talking one hour out your day. Just go in the bathroom and tell them just go in the bathroom for one hour. No, I just think it's so important, right, Novain? Because, you know, we was all young and we all, you know, have made mistakes. But I just feel like right now, you know, they are really, like, you know, doing a lot of things that they're not thinking through. And like you said, you could do it. And if you could do it and you can handle the consequences, then you do whatever you got to do. But I just think that, nobody's having the conversation we're having right now. Mm -hmm. Somebody that just came from there like you months ago so they can know what's waiting for them on the other side. That's all. It's going to be... Can you handle a three, four month lockdown because it's a riot, some shit you had nothing to do with. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, it's going on in a whole other building. Uh, they're stabbing the police. You know, it's just... They calling every day. They, they, they can't call today. The they ain't rung today because they back on lockdown. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, this is a, a thing that's constantly going on. And like I said, it's a lot of, you know, can you really handle getting pressed when he come pull out that knife and say this? And you know what I mean? Can you really handle everything that's going to come with it? Because now you might be cool because you from your block. 
and you with your dudes on your block. Yeah. Your block ain't going to be there with you in the feds. You feel what I'm saying? Like, the feds is all, you in all 50 states at one time. You're not in your state. Mm. It's all 50 states is here. Mm. You know, so let me see how you're going to handle it when all 50 states, and your state might be the smallest. You got other states that might be big. Now, everybody is in. They can ship you anywhere around the world. So, you know, how are you going to handle yourself as a man? This is on a max level, you know, too. Mm-hmm. So I've only been at max. I've never been at a medium or nothing lower than that. You know what I mean? I've never been at a medium or lower. Can't well, they didn't understand so, because they're running around shooting people. That's where they're going. Yeah, that's yeah, where they're going. going to the max. They're not going. You ain't going to the minimum. You ain't yeah. going to where. That's what I'm saying. I mean, so, so it's just like, yeah. I don't want to be doom and gloom. You know, I know me and Ramon don't usually touch into this, but. But we got to touch I, it. We got to touch it. It's serious because, like I said, it's happening now. Like, you know. Right now, from like I said, since 1960, eh, it hasn't jumped from one year to another 200% shooting. So it's like the wild, wild west out here, and it's the youth. And like I said, you know, I'm from the hood, I get it, but just like that, nobody's telling y'all what's waiting for you on the other side. And I just want to be at least use my platform one time when I got a real one that just came from there tell you I was waiting for you there Absolutely. so you can't ever say nobody didn't tell you that's all yeah man ain't no pussy and gold at the end of that shooting I'm gonna tell you right yeah, now the over after that so yeah. so so on another note uh called Vane I really value your opinion man because like you know you've been home and I'm sure you've been studying the cannabis game since you learned about them stocks closely and you even from the legacy market understand the east and the west coast and how the market work so I want to know your opinion now that New York finally came and and went legal a couple of months ago, you know what I mean, and and finally about to fi- fully join the ca- the cannabis legal states. You understanding how the whole market works? How do you see New York playing a role on not just New York but the national market? And what do you see coming? It's a gold rush. I see a fucking gold rush. <laughs> I think this shit's like a fucking, I mean, this shit's going to be some, I'm like, damn, I got to figure out how to fucking get back. Like, it is going to be serious. I'm telling you, I don't think you guys know how serious it's going to be out here. Like, I'm excited. Like, yeah, I'm like, yeah. whoa, I got to get a piece of this. This is going to be, this is a curve to get in front of right here. Like, this is a real live bloodbath that's about mm-hmm, to happen mm-hmm. of bread. You feel what I'm saying? So that's all we're saying is like, let us sit at the table. The bloodbath is coming. We help build the bloodbath. We help fucking there promote the bloodbath. So there don't, when the bloodbath come, right A, don't put us, push us out the way yeah. and just let right A keep making the bread. Right. When it's like, hold on. Mm-hmm. We promoted it on the corners for years. years. You know what I mean? To get these people yes. addicted to it, to get the yeah. people smoking it, to get the people used to it. We yep. made songs about it. We got the chronic, Absolutely. one of the biggest fucking albums of all time. Mm-hmm. Got five, one of the biggest songs of all time was created, you know what I mean, uh, about Mary Jane and all exactly. these songs. This has been going on for years. It's our culture. Don't just move us out the way because it's a bag and you think that we don't have the literature of the bag. We right. ought to read too. So you know, keep us, keep us, keep us in mind. And you know, it's the crazy part, Cobain. Let, let's talk. Let's touch on that a little bit because me and Ramon always talk about it because people from the rest of the country don't understand how it was. I'm from Harlem, right? He's from Washington Heights. For our whole life, um, we thought it was normal, Cobain, for us to be arrested 
two, three times a year for smoking. They would put us through 24 hours through the system. They would target our neighborhoods because we come from the bottom. And we thought it was normal. And then as I got older and I started talking to other folks that live in nicer areas like Tribeca, Meatpacking District, you know what they tell me, Cover and they say, Oh, that was happening to you? We always were smoking right here. They never arrested us. I said, oh, so they were just targeting our neighborhoods, using us to make the quotas Mm -hmm. for, like, arrest and all these things. So to add more to what you're saying, like, this is is what, on top of everything you said, like, what had to be done to keep this market going and even to consume this plant. We had to be in the basement on the rooftop. Like, we, like, like, we were some crackheads. Because now they, we thought it was normal. Like, oh, they took Corvain today. He'd be out in the morning. Like, they made that normal for mm-hmm. us. Yeah. Very much so. You know what I mean? Like, for our whole lives until, like, the last, I would say, like, four or five years. What do yep. you think, Ramon? Straight up. Even, and even till recently, even till recently, they were just locking the young, the, the, the kids up. Bro, they'll be chilling in the stoop, just smoking. You know, most of them, and most of them ain't really into, like, real violence. You know what I mean? We come from Washington Heights, you know what I mean? It's the hood, but it's a lot of people making money. So this, this, it was more about that. But the kids just chilling, smoking weed. They get arrested maybe two, three times a week, like if it's nothing, bro. And they yeah, do yeah. the whole food system. And the whole food system here in New York is they carry you throughout the, like, different areas, right? So let's say if you got caught with, like, you know, you got caught with a little bit of weed or whatever the case may be, and the paddy wagon came and picked you up. If you're the first person that got picked up in that paddy wagon, you go stay there in that back in that paddy wagon until they fill up the paddy wagon. And then they yeah, take yeah, you yeah, to that. You know what I mean? to me like, oh, five, and, like, Miami and shit. <laughs> yeah. We leaving Club State just doing this. Like, like the end of each little era, too. Like, we at the club. Right, blue us in peace, but we at the club. We coming back. Fab was there too, so shout out Fab. So we coming back to the fucking thing, and then I'm fucking smoking with Wet Willies to go smoke. Wet Willies, you know what I mean? So we fucking smoking at Wet Willies, and they fucking just grabbed us for smoking at Wet Willies. Fuck my whole Memorial Day off. And throwing the paddy wagon in my book, look into my eyes till mm-hmm. the book is coming out. Look into my eyes. A series they work, our literary agents working on that right now. But I like that. That'll be out like February. But the fucking, they fucking arrested us the same shit you said. They filled up the whole paddy wagon and it's about making money yeah. for Memorial Day and giving everybody a fine and charging everybody five, six hundred dollars for mm-hmm. smoking. And if you get each van and you get motherfucking five thousand dollars a van it's ten people in the van it's five thousand van you got a hundred vans out there and they're sent to go pick you up there you go and you just do the numbers yourself man. there you, you know go. what i mean so it's like a lick you know what i mean yeah, like exactly. they're getting a they cold have- lick because they're not even charging you nothing it's a slap on the wrist it's a fine mm-hmm. you were smoking in the thing boom getting the paddy wagon fill up all these vans and that's just what the fuck it is that's what I'm trying to tell you they was putting this through the system for 24 hours on a consistent basis for this shit brother and then what you said earlier on a small scale not as deep as the felony thing but now this person goes to get a job this person goes to um, college and they got this bullshit on this record for smoking weed they got misdemeanor on their record yeah yeah you know, and that's crazy, and that's something that we're trying to change here. You know what I mean? I'm, you know, things went legal, but our neighborhoods are still being targeted. Nothing, nothing has really changed. You know, and so now, hope, hopefully, now things being legal. You know, you're able to kind of smoke anywhere you want. You know, that kind of changes things as far as the narrative of just jumping out on a group of kids that you see just because you see them smoking. Right, right. You know right, what I mean? Because right. that was a big deal back then. You know, and you, maybe you can You know, that was that was that was an excuse they would use to jump out on groups. For example. 
out of that group, if you jump out on a group of 10, you know, in the hood, you know somebody in that group got a warrant. Right, right. It could be a dumbass warrant. It don't gotta be a crazy warrant that you ran from police, you ran from a sentence. It could be a ticket that you ran from. Yeah. But that's that's what they usually hope for. They usually hope for, they jump out, they catch people smoking weed, they catch the kid that got the warrant. Now they got a whole bunch of paperwork and they're able to fill their quarters just like this man was saying. You know exactly, what I mean? Exactly. So now hopefully that's the whole hope now that they're changing everything now over here. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Um, again, all that is great on the state level, but what happens on the federal level when nigga trying to open up shop. That's what I was trying to explain to you. <laughs> like, you can't. Don't yeah, do yeah. it. You know what I mean? Because it's not allowed. So stop playing with it. It's legal. You know what I mean? Because it's not. You know what I mean? So that's what we're trying to preach that. It's not fully legal. So stop saying it's legal because it's fake legal. You know right. what I mean? Because it's legal. legal. You know what I mean? Legal. It's fake legal. You feel what I'm saying? It's so how is it legal in the state, not in the feds? So how is it halfway legal? So you're 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 putting a wrong impression out there. Like mm -hmm. the person earlier didn't know. I don't know their prior records, but it's a person on the corner before we had got to the studio and I was just like on the corner just selling weed. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I'm like, damn. In my mind, I'm like, I gotta holler at you and let you know, like, you know what I mean, like what the fuck is going on? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, do you know that that's distribution of sales, right? So you got the intent to distribute the sale. That's a fucking felony in the feds. Mm -hmm. So now you got the distribution to sell, and mm -hmm. you got the two priors. Mm -hmm. You just were out in the middle of the fucking Times Square fucking selling weed. You know what I mean? So <laughs> now you're done. Now you out of here. I'm here on the corner with a table just like this. No different from this yeah. table, but weed all on the table. Crazy, man. So, all right, so let, let me bring it back a little bit, a little bit to the past a little bit, man. So, before you got locked up and before they gave you the life sentence, can you tell me what was one of your favorite, one, one of your favorite strains to smoke? Like, what was your thing? Like, you know what I mean? Like, like, yo, like, this is my I'm shit. I'm more of a perp guy, though. Ah, like, like the perp, perp kind of, it relaxes me. That purple you know what I mean? Back in the day, day, yeah. The purple Oracle was just really the one that just really... Out Shit, all now Urkel got a good. strain. Yeah, yeah, Urkel got a strain. Yeah, Urkel got a strain. Granddaddy purple and all that kind of <laughs> shit, right? That's yeah. hilarious. Now, let me ask yeah, you a question, man. Because obviously you done had been around weed for a long time. Tell me, like, your craziest, like, you know, craziest situation with weed, whether it was smoking, having weed, that it was just, like, house, crazy time or whatever. whatever. I'll say yeah. the craziest time, though, like, okay, like, maybe, like, in 09, like, so I'm dating this girl, but I don't, I, I usually, I just got a license and shit, you know what I'm saying? I had all these cars and shit, but I, getting the license wasn't really that important to me, you feel what I'm saying? Like, I'm on the street, so I was just fucking thinking, like, my street car is my license, you feel what I'm yeah. saying? So I used to drive with no license and get the cars impounded and shit sometimes. But in this particular moment, I'm letting her drive because we just went and picked the weed up. You feel what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I'm telling her to drive, boom, doing just drive the house. Now we got pulled over. Come to find out, she ain't even got no license. Oh, you feel know what I'm saying? Man. So now they fucking. <laughs> this in LA? This in LA. We were right by the house. That's why I'm standing downtown at the time. So we get pulled over. So I'm like, damn. I got the fucking work in the car. I got the 40 pounds in the car and the thing. You feel what I'm saying? So I'm like, fuck. She get, get in the car and pound it. to get the car and pound it. So when we get in the, I'm just shitting bricks. Because now they finished. Because he was a motorcycle cop and he called the other. Oh uh, yeah, and you're on King. So once the other know, car pull up, we know it's not going good. So yeah. it's not going good. So on King Boulevard is right by the police station. 
You feel what I'm saying? They got the police station right here. So I'm like, this shit is just gonna just got the girl, you know, she gonna tell her it's gonna be this and that and you gotta bail her out and you just adding everything up in your brain. You gotta get the car out the impound. It's just a whole fucking thing. You feel what I'm saying? So come to find out, he's like, man, uh, Y'all gotta call a ride to come pick you up so we finna pound the car. So fucking they finna pound the car. So I, I, I would actually call Lamar. I tell Lamar to come get me. All right? So boom. So when I tell Lamar to come get me, they say, this he says the flyest shit ever. He's like, man, just get all y'all shit out the car, man, before they put the thing on the thing. I go grab the bag and put them on. And get right when Lamar come in. Hop in the car with the bag. Nah. Yeah, it was just by the bell. Man, it was the most killer shit ever. I grabbed the shit. He popped his trunk, said, get all y'all shit out the fucking car. So before anything y'all want to get out of the car before they put y'all shit on the thing. See, that's crazy. I grabbed the weed. You got to stay firm because you show you got to. Come, cause this that's a crazy situation. Cause at any point, as soon as you kind of like twick and be like, oh, right, like, you know what? Let me talk to you for a second. Let me talk Come to in. you for a second. Yeah, that's. But crazy. since we're just playing it cool, they can impound the car. They can put in the thing. Just grab your shit out the car, grab the shit, and it was cool. That's so crazy. About crazy. About the top weed thing that was to say by the bell when I was like, damn, not, not only was it a case, it was a case, you're going to lose the money, lose the weed. Yeah, you, you know what I mean? Everything right there. Little, so losing the car. Like, fuck the car, yeah. The car wasn't even nothing. You know what I <laughs> like, mean? Like the, the car, car was something because it was a CL63 at the time, but I'm saying like the car ended up being so minute because you didn't lose the work. Exactly. And the you work get, and you ain't get locked car. up. You ain't yeah, get, you locked get locked up. up. You didn't get the case. You didn't get the case. You ain't nothing, man. He got to walk away with the bag. Yeah, Literally. One situation changes your whole life because of the hours or whatever you're going to spend in jail. Everything changed in your life and everything happens for a reason. So that was just a learning experience. And all stepping stools of, mm -hmm. of who you become today by the things that you have to go through. All right. So, I, all right, so now let's get a little bit more serious, right? So now... Now you in jail, you know, you're doing a life sentence. You ain't got, you know, you all you got is you, hope, you got aunt, you know what I mean? That's all you got, right? Yeah. So when was like the first time that, you know, maybe last prisoner project or maybe the Trump administration, when was like the first time like somebody reached out to you and told you, yo, you might be able to get some clemency? It was never like a might thing. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you know what I mean? It was always, always a hope, but you got it. Good host because you got good organization. So you mm -hmm. starts with Sherry Sakar. Mm -hmm. You feel what I'm saying? So she's the first person ever to have a fucking Corbin Cooper poster. Then it goes to Amy Pova. Then it goes to the Last Prison Project. Then it goes to Brittany K. Barnett and Barry Delight Project. Then it goes, you feel what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Then it goes to Marijuana Matters. And it goes to Alice Johnson. And it keeps going and going. But the BET Smoke documentary is what you guys have to see. Is was very pivotal. You feel the what I'm saying? Nas, like, right? I think Nas, Nas did it for That me. was yeah. what put it on the map on a That's national like level. When your mail comes coming like this, like mm -hmm. a brick. You know what I mean? You get the brick of mail now. You know what I mean? Like when they slide that shit under the door, it's it's, it's, it's in bulk. You That's feel what I'm saying? So, so shout out to Nas and shit. Shout out to Nas. You know what I mean? Queensbridge. You feel shout what I'm saying? Shout out to him, man. Real dudes with real things. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. He's definitely Rob Gones and Eric Palmer, the one of the producers that helped hook that up. But Nas put the money up and shit. That's dope. And that shit was on BET and it was big during the hip hop awards. So mm -hmm. we're going to try to. We're talking to BT right now, see if we can announce a war for Nas. You feel what I'm saying? Absolutely. I want to give him an award 
it was it was announced at the Hip Hop Awards, so we want to be at the Hip Hop Awards this year, yeah. giving an award to BT and Nas. You feel me? Once again, like that's a perfect example, right? On a different level, it's not always about money. Mm-mm. Nas using his platform to bring awareness to your situation made all the difference. Hell Once yeah. again, Hell people yeah. think the only way to help is money, and that's another way of no. proof it's not. Yeah, definitely not. Yeah, man. Him, sh- him sharing his platform and you being able to take these things. There's a lot, a lot of people not, you know what I mean? A lot of people not able to like take these gifts, you know what I mean? That people trying to give you, they putting you on the platform, they giving you the money, they, they getting you out and you gracefully, you know, come home and, you know, and you happy from what we see, because from what we see in this, yo, Cobain yeah. happy, he getting yeah. in, he yeah, getting yeah. popping, he an OG, you know, and he, he escaped he escaped from the life sentence, and now he's here, you know, putting on for the culture, because that's all we see you putting on for the culture and pushing, and you pushing everybody else too. It ain't just a Corvain show. It's, yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? It's, it's like, no, that's yeah. what I was thinking. It's enough for everybody. It's a trillion dollar industry. Yeah. So if you're trying to block somebody, like, no, I'm just trying to do this shit like on some secret shit. And you're not gonna make it anywhere because nope. you don't understand the culture. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. So them type of people I'm like mm-hmm. ducking from because you don't understand the culture. You don't understand that we have to do this all together. You don't understand that we're trying to go up the escalator. It's an escalator that's about to go up and it's, if you're not gonna be on the escalator then move out the way and, then, and, and take then, the stairs and then you don't understand that you know it's I mean? bigger than all of us exactly. and it's, it's the generations to come it's the people on every corner throughout this country that think that was like us that it's not possible it's a lot more than just whatever selfish reason like you said those kind of people have if you're not in this understand that this is way bigger than all of us from all the past people that have suffered for it to all the generations that will benefit from it, then you're not really getting a picture. And move around. All we ask you to do is like this. We're not asking Don't be you in the way. Just don't be in the way. Can you move away from us? Yeah. yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Because you in our way. Yes. And we're trying to let them know that we right here and we can stump with you. You mm-hmm. feel what I'm saying? Because we already stumped with the gorillas. Mm-hmm. So you don't scare us. You mm-hmm. feel what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah. you know, just move out our way and you take the elevator or the steps and we're going to be on the escalator with everybody else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, I actually call Vane real quick. It's, I, I, this is a good one I want to know. Um, so you said, like you mentioned earlier, like, you around for you know about the nickel the dime era so you saw this cannabis industry from what it was to what it is so i want to know how was it seeing the cannabis industry legally and legacy from before you went in to when you came home seeing this shit so mainstream it's like a slap in the face a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, he's kind of slapping the face. Like, I oh, ain't got a billboard. So as you come to L.A., come get some cannabis. Yeah. <laughs> and I got my boy that is calling with 60 years on the phone right now today. Mm-hmm. You know, Parker Coleman got 60 years right now. And I'm supposed to talk to him happily and see billboards and drive around the whole L.A. and California. I call it the hypocrisy of the democracy. It's, it's yeah. like, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, it is. No, but I want to know your perspective because, like, we was out here, we watched it. Like, you went, boom, saw one thing, and came home and see this. Like, boom, like, yeah, it's, it's, it's like he said, it's a fucking slap in the face. Yeah, right? yeah, it's, it's it was crazy. really like when I was gone because I had a store, a clothing store, before I left. And when they took my store, 
and it turned into a dispensary. That's what they talk about in the smoke documentary. And that's and fucking crazy. It's like, damn, that motherfucker. It was like you you put in my PSI. It was like you waited for me to leave. So you you said I'll sell weed out of the store. That's now you sold weed out of the same weed out of the story. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like, wait a minute, you were successful at doing it. So now, that's why, yeah, you got to get caught up. You got to watch the small documentary. That's but crazy. I had a 27-minute clip on there. But it's like you got me out the way so you can sell weed at the motherfucker. That's you feel what I'm saying? Like, right after I left. So while I'm doing time, it's like, oh, shit. You know what I mean? And, and you got to understand, I got two daughters, so my daughters got to, it's not my just my hypocrisy by myself, my mother and my kids. They got to walk around L.A. and drive around L.A. and sisters and everybody have to see marijuana signs up everywhere. Yeah. Like, damn, my fucking brother is doing life, my dad's doing life, but everybody else can sell it? Yeah. That's kind of like some weirdo shit right there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Tough man, and it's like it's important for people to see out there because everybody, as you mentioned earlier, Covain is coming for the gold rush, and there's nothing wrong with it. But let's right the wrongs that all the blood, sweat, and tears and lives sacrificed to make it what it is. Like, go get the gold, but just don't forget about the fallen soldiers, the all the you know, what I mean, blood, sweat, and tears, Absolutely. the people that sacrificed for there to be a, 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 a rush. That's all. And if that's asking for too much, then I'm just like, yeah. you know what I mean? That's all we're asking. You know what I mean? That's all we're asking, man. And, Yo, man. and, and fuck with the brands that fuck with the people. Man. Absolutely. So I want to ask you, um, let's get let's get the people involved right now, right? Yeah. So how do we get the regular folk who's at home who wants to support cannabis and wants to support your movement? How do they support your movement? They probably don't got a ton of money to give, but they got time, they got a little bit of money, and maybe they can write some letters. How, how do they support your situation and maybe your friends in the pen? Please just, you can go on our thing. You'll see their bios on 40tons.co. So it's 40tons.co. You'll see the prisoners that we're advocating for. You can write them. You can buy a t-shirt. Their t-shirt, their money, the proceeds from the t-shirt that you're going to buy go straight to them. You see what I'm saying? So you can start there if you don't want it. Then if you don't have nothing to do, then just follow the brand and see what's going on. Follow mm -hmm. 40 Tons the brand. Follow Corvan Cooper. See what we're doing. So now as you watch it and as you see, you see, okay, wait a minute. They are putting in the work for real. They really are fucking mailing the shit off to the to prisoners. They really are sending pictures. They are accepting the calls. You will see the walk and you will see that we're talking and talking, walking and walk. So that costs you nothing to follow. You know, so if you can right. just get 10,000 people to follow tomorrow, you feel what I'm saying that that's something, you know, so you can you can follow, you can purchase, you can you can see what you like on our site. You can see all the new shit and just look out for our future shit. 40 tons of saucy. We finna we finna cook. We cooking some shit up right now. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate you again, man. You know, I know you a person that, you know, your time is limited. You know, you're still on paper, so you still got to move a certain way. Yeah. You know, you can't smoke, but when you finally can, oh you God. know, I think we coming. I think we going to come to Cali yeah, just yeah, for that. It's going to be a crazy event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're saying we're going to make it an event. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think we're just going to make, yeah, I think we just going to make it a huge ass event. And we go pretty, we, we going to make you smoke until you can't smoke no more, my brother. I'm trying to fall out. I'm trying to fall out. I'm trying to fall out. Yo, yo, um. Motherfucking Corvain, man. I, I got an important question. We call it the million dollar question. We ask everybody that comes on here the question, but you a different case because you yeah, know, yeah, you're yeah. one of the realest we don't have on here, so I really value your opinion. And what we ask everyone that's ever come on here is if you had to describe Happy Monkey, the movement, what we represent, everything you know about us in one word 
what would it be and why? I would say it's a takeover. I would say I would say, say takeover because like nobody ever used that yeah, one before. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, it's a it's the diversity. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a diverse of all the countries, all the states, everybody being involved in a place where people can go and be themselves. You feel what I'm saying? So once you can go somewhere and be yourself, it don't matter if you're the stockbroker or if you're the motherfucking nickel bag seller and you all can feel good and feel important in the environment. That's the environment you want to be in. You oh, feel man. what I'm saying? Damn, I man. Thank you, you for those brother. kind words, man. That's very, very It means a lot, man. It's for unique. And, and, and it means a lot from us because it's we like to hear the outside opinion. And not only it's an outside opinion, it's an OG outside opinion. So we kind of, you know, again, we don't use that term very lightly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's big and it's definitely an honor for you to say that to us, my brother. I definitely yeah, we appreciate do. that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Listen, man, I want to give yeah. you your flowers and your yeah. respect yeah. while you're here. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That's what we do. You know what I mean? As well as they come, man, you know, you're you know, a scholar and a gentleman, man, and yeah, yeah. honor to call you a friend and a brother, man. I want to thank you for coming on the boulevard Absolutely. with us, man, and gracing us with your presence, man. Yeah, Absolutely, yeah, let's do brother. It. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So give them one more time before we head out. Tell them where they can find Corvain, please. Go to Corvain Cooper on Instagram. Go to 40 Tons The Brand. Go to 40 tonsco Shop now. Go get some now. Like, get a hat. Get a yes, sir. Yes, sir. Get a yoga pants for your girl. Get a skateboard. Get something. Well, you know what I mean? some yoga pants. You know what I mean? <laughs> Support the real, ladies and gentlemen, Absolutely, because man. what it is is that if you don't support my brother right here and what he represents and what his brand represents and what Ann is doing and what they're trying to do for the culture, the movement, and all the people incarcerated for cannabis right now, then you don't believe in this plan. You don't believe in this industry. So please support the people that are trying to make change because if not, we don't stand a chance out here. Absolutely, absolutely. So definitely appreciate you, my brother. Absolutely, man. I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't thank for a better hour in my life right now. We had, I had a great hour right now. So listen, ladies and gentlemen, you know, we always got to try to stay positive on here. Yes, Everything yes. is back and open out here in the country. We People outside, are baby. We outside. Everybody's outside. Remember, you're too blessed Best to be stressed. stressed. Things will get greater later. For now, checking out Vlad, Corvain, Ramon, yo, yo. and Ralph to the next episode. Peace, love, and happiness. Yes, What's good, everybody? This is your nigga, Ralph, trying to keep you fresh with the info from Happy Monkey. Every single podcast, you already know what it is. If you haven't followed us yet, follow us on Instagram at happymonkey underscore or happymonkeygoodies. Now, remember, that's monkey with a U. Also, if you haven't checked us out, we're on YouTube. So check out our channel, Happy Monkey TV. Keep us current, live, and everything with the culture.